Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to r slash entitled parents, where this entitled dad encounters a venomous snake in the wild, gives it to his son to take home as a pet, and Shokara, his son gets bitten. Entitled dad gets his son bitten by a venomous snake. This past weekend, I decided that it would be a good idea to hit up some biking trails at the local nature preserve. I packed up my trail bike early in the morning to go riding, since the morning was the coolest the temperatures were gonna be for that day. A thing to note is that in Texas, we experience triple digit heat in the summer, and because of this, snake encounters are much more frequent in parks and nature preserves. Most of the time, the snakes tend to avoid places where people frequent, even more so with bikers. However, sometimes there are rare encounters. So then, onto the story. I was riding through the trails just enjoying the scenic ride. I was enjoying cool temperatures due to the forest overcast and the wonderful serenity of nature. I'd soon reached a part of the trail that ran alongside a creek and up ahead, I saw a park ranger holding a long stick standing next to a plastic container. I also noticed that he was intensely focused on something on the side of the trail. As I approached, the park ranger saw me and quickly put his hand out, motioning to me to stop. I immediately hit the brakes and got off my bike. Out of curiosity, I tilted my head to catch a glimpse of what the ranger was focused on. What I saw caused my eyes to grow wide. On the side of the trail was a very beautiful but very venomous copperhead that was coiled up to strike. I quickly checked my surrounding area to see if there were any other snakes near me. Luckily for me, I didn't see any. I nervously watched as the ranger caught the copperhead using his stick carefully placed it inside his container and slammed it shut. I breathed a heavy sigh of relief. Nice catch. The park ranger held up the box. Thank you. We usually don't get copperheads on this part of the preserve. This little guy must have wandered here overnight. Enter the entitled parents. As I got closer to the park ranger to get a better look at the snake, I heard a voice coming from behind me. A kid, about 12 years old and with a British accent, was approaching with his dad, a tall and very husky fellow, and they saw the ranger holding up the box with the still very angry copperhead inside. Daddy, look! That man has a snake! It reminds me of the one I had back in England! Pretty one, isn't it? Maybe we can take it home as your new pet snake, said his dad. The entitled dad walked right up to the park ranger. Excuse me, sir. Do you think by chance you could give me that snake so I can let my son keep it as a pet? The park ranger gave the man a look that clearly had the expression of are you serious right now i really don't think you want this snake as a pet oh rubbish i've had pet ball pythons for years back in my home country this snake won't be any different this is definitely not a ball python nor a snake you should treat as one okay just give me the snake the entitled dad then suddenly snatched the box away from the park ranger and pushed him back causing him to stumble backwards and fall into the creek I rushed to help up the park ranger, and as I was doing so, I saw the Darwin Award-worthy moment unfolds. The kid looks at the snake and says, Daddy, he's beautiful. Can I pet him before we take him home? Sure. The dad opened the box containing the still angry copperhead, and the kid proceeded to reach inside, 
The snake obviously wasted no time and immediately lashed out and bit the entitled kid's hand. The kid cried out in pain and started crying. The entitled dad threw the box on the ground to which the snake quickly escaped into the bushes. I was very attentive as to where the snake landed and slithered off to. While the entitled dad was checking on his kid, the park ranger called for a medical unit and notably a police officer. The entitled dad seemed confused about the call. I don't think the medical call is necessary. It's just a minor snake bite. I don't think you understand, sir. That snake wasn't just a harmless ball python. That snake was a copperhead. Bites from them are venomous. Wait, so you're telling me that you guys just let venomous snakes freely roam the park? Well, sir, this area is part of the snake's natural habitats. Still, you guys should be doing something about that. People walk through here. Yeah, that's exactly what I was doing until you took the snake from me, sir. The dad then looks at me. Can you believe this rubbish? Don't bring me into this, dude. After all, you did take the snake from the ranger. Ugh, the dad scoffs. A golf cart with a medic and what looked like a senior ranger arrived and the medic immediately sat the entitled kid down to look at the bites the senior ranger walked over to us and the entitled dad wasted no time complaining you blokes ought to be ashamed of yourselves a public park with dangerous snakes wandering about sir this region is part of their natural habitats while we do work to keep them from public areas you are still going to encounter them from time to time but from what my coworker tells me, you took the snake from him and then let your son try to pet it. The dad was visibly nervous. Um, yes? Well, we have an ambulance to take your son to the hospital at the park entrance and an officer that would like to have a word with you. I suggest you come with me. The entitled dad sheepishly got onto the car with his son and the four of them all left for the park entrance. I took the opportunity and finished up my bike ride while keeping an eye out for any more snakes. When I got to the park entrance, I saw the senior ranger from earlier. I curiously asked him what happened after they got back to the park entrance. Apparently, the cop they called was waiting for the entitled dad when they got there. The cop let him off with a warning, but not after giving him a stern butt-chewing about how he should have arrested him for child endangerment. Wow, does it get more stupid than this, dad? I mean, long-term viewers and listeners of my channel will know that I myself do have a pet snake called Marty. He is a corn snake. It literally doesn't get less venomous or less dangerous to a human than a corn snake. Yet, even though Marty is just a corn snake and he's barely bitten anyone in his entire life, I am still careful around him because I know that he has the potential to bite people because he's a snake. It's obvious. So the fact that this entitled dad, even after being told that this snake is venomous, still encourages his 12-year-old kid to touch it and wants to take it home as a pet just shows how ridiculous he is. And it's a shame, to be honest, that the kid was the one that got bitten and not the dad. My entitled family don't like my boyfriend for all the wrong reasons. So these events happened in July 2021, but I'm just finding out about them now. I am a 21-year-old woman, and exactly one year ago, my 22-year-old boyfriend of two years got caught on fire. His leg was badly burned, and he has permanent scars from his left foot all the way up to his right ear. He spent a few days in hospital and was discharged, but he couldn't work or drive for a month and had difficulty walking by himself. 15 days after his burn was my cousin's graduation party. We were both invited and my boyfriend was very insistent that we show up because we said we would. I talked to my cousin and his parents and explained the situation and that we can't stay for long due to my boyfriend's condition. 
they understood and were happy that we decided to show up despite everything so the day of the grad party arrives and i go for a more dressy look because i know my cousin and his family are kind of snobby my boyfriend wants to dress up too seeing as this is his first time that he'd meet my extended family but the clothes are too tight on his body and they cause him excessive pain. So I encourage him to wear something more casual, saying my family will understand. I drive and we show up. Straight up, my boyfriend doesn't look the best. He's in baggy casual clothing that shows his bandages. His normally long blonde hair is singed and matted because he hadn't washed it in a week. Water and burns don't mix. My boyfriend limps around with me at his side, meeting everyone and making small talk. We eat food, we congratulate my cousin, and after an hour or so, we go. After such a short encounter, I didn't expect my family to immediately like him. I asked around and everyone said they don't know him well enough to form an opinion about him, which is fair. However, I recently learned through my mum that this was not the case. Most of my extended family hates my boyfriend, and for the most stupid of reasons. They don't like that he has long hair, or that he works a blue-collar job, and even that he didn't show up in fancy clothes. They're disappointed that I choose to date trash like him. That's their words, not mine. Some of my aunts even started planning a trip to take me to Italy so I can meet foreign boys in hopes of me cheating on my boyfriend. I would have understood if they didn't like him because he seemed like a butthole or for any good reason. But knowing what I know now makes me rethink everything I know about them. And I see how entitled they've been. Yeah, pretty simple one here. Your family are all just snobs. I mean, you said it yourself, so it's not a rude thing for me to say. And it's definitely true. I mean, come on. Any normal person, after meeting someone who has gone through something as horrible as this, would give them so much lenience. It's amazing that he even came in the first place. That shows unreal commitment and would not be expected of him in a normal family, let's be honest. I mean, come on. What do they want? Him to stay there hobbling around for six plus hours, wearing horrifically uncomfortable clothes just to look good? No one cares, ultimately. I rate you for showing up. I probably wouldn't have bothered. My mum thinks she's entitled to my prostitute money. So, for the last couple of years, I've worked as a dancer at a well-known gentleman's club. It's quite high-end and security is very good. A customer only has to say something we don't like and they'd get kicked out. It's actually a lot of fun and when it's a good night, the tips are great and I managed to save a decent amount of money. I didn't tell my mum where I was working as I knew exactly what her reaction would be. Unfortunately for me, about a year in, someone she knew had come to the club and spotted me there. Of course, it didn't take long to get back to her. She hit the roof and called me everything you could think of, including a prostitute, and then she kicked me out. I stayed with a friend for about a week until I managed to secure an apartment and decided to get on with my life. I'm making enough to support myself quite comfortably. I guess my mum found all of this out from my sister and she realized I was making decent money because out of nowhere, she calls me to demand money. No hello or how are you? But I apparently owe her more for letting me live at home. I did pay rent while I was living at home, although I probably could have paid more considering I was earning quite a bit, but I didn't want to raise suspicions and I gave my mum what was asked of me. Now, before I even comment on this story, guys, there is an update. I've not had a lot of contact with my mum since my first post, apart from yesterday, which I will get to, and also when she dumped a box at my front door that had our two house cats in. Luckily, I was in, as she hadn't bothered with air holes. I caught her just as she was about to leave, and she told me she couldn't afford to take care of them and didn't like the hair. Fair enough, I missed them a lot, and they actually, after settling in, got on really well with my puppy that I'd recently bought. So for the last month or so, I've had a friend from the club staying with me. 
She just came out of a really bad relationship and needed somewhere to stay for a while I've loved having her here. She's great company pays her way and takes turns cooking and cleaning So i'm not in a rush for her to move out Anyway, a couple of days ago. I get a call from my sister in tears She's just broken up with her boyfriend and he's kicked her out. I'm not surprised to be honest My sister like my mum, does not work and would spend all day lazing around while he worked She also didn't clean or cook or do anything as far as I could see and they were constantly arguing After speaking to her for a while trying to console her I said goodbye and didn't think much of it until yesterday Mum calls and asks why the heck I haven't taken my sister in and what kind of sister would let her go homeless I calmly reminded her that she had an empty house. So why couldn't my sister stay there? She then starts screaming that she has no job and neither does my sister So how the heck is she supposed to afford her staying there? I told her that I have a friend staying with me and that I just do not have the room for my sister to stay as well Well that completely set her off I couldn't make out much of what she was saying, but I did hear selfish lesbian female dog And at that point I just cut the phone off I've blocked her number for now. I do feel slightly guilty about my sister, but with two of us, two cats, and a dog, it's cozy enough as it is. Thanks for reading. I just had to get this off my chest, as I think it's insane. Well, you're not wrong there, OP. It certainly is insane. Um, what I don't get is, from your mum's perspective, why can't her daughter just go and move back in with her? That's what would normally happen, right? It's not going to increase her rent to have another person living there, is it? I just don't really understand. Maybe there's more info that we don't have here, but yeah, it's very confusing as to why she wouldn't just let her move back in with her. As for your situation, I agree. There's no obligation for you to let your sister move in. Of course, it would be nice, and I'm sure you would do if you had space, but you can't then just kick out your friend for the sake of your sister. Not in the short term anyway. So yeah, there's not really much more you can do. I think your mum, rather than berating you and calling you a lesbian out of nowhere, should do the right thing and take your sister in. That's what I would do. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Apparently, I'm the rude one. My aunt has cancer, three autoimmune conditions, and pneumonia. And because she's a woman of color who was overweight, doctors just kept telling her to lose weight instead of listening to her that something was wrong. So she's been sick for years at this point and only got diagnosed after losing almost 100 pounds in a matter of months because she was too sick to eat anything or keep anything down. She's doing chemo and is taking a ton of medications on a daily basis. Her two kids, my cousins, 13 and 10, have been told about her cancer and they've seen how sick she is and are actually aware that their mother might die soon. It's important to note that they've not told anyone outside of the family. They want as few people to know as possible. My younger cousin has this friend we're going to call Chad. Chad is a freaking hellion and his parents are worse. So Chad's parents have planned an adults only seven day vacation for themselves. They started planning it six months ago. They've only just now realized that they didn't get any childcare and have been attempting to manipulate my aunt and uncle into doing it. My aunt and uncle can be too polite sometimes. And I swear my uncle has a sponge instead of a spine. Earlier today, I was dropping some stuff off that they were going to borrow and Chad's parents were over. 
trying to convince my aunt and uncle to take in their demon spawn for an entire week. To give some credit to my uncle, he is trying to say no. Oh, I don't know. We're a little busy this week. Are you sure you don't want to leave him with family? I'll be too busy with work. It's more likely that their family said, heck no. And these people just keep going on and on and on about how much fun the boys will have. Staying up late, playing video games, eating delicious food that my aunt will no doubt make for them. It's perfect, they say. Why don't we drop him off tomorrow afternoon? My aunt and uncle were clearly trying and failing to get them to back off. And you know what? Chad's parents most definitely knew. They just didn't care and were doing everything possible to wear them down into accepting. Well, I spent quite a bit of my life as a doormat out of concern for politeness. Since becoming an adult, I have learned to set and stick to healthy boundaries and putting my safety and well-being first. If you don't already do that, I strongly recommend giving it a try. It's fantastic. So I stepped in because not only were they just not capable of taking care of that crotch goblin, they both just looked so miserable, desperate, and exhausted. But also, my aunt looked the sickest I've ever seen her. This is the gist of that conversation. Sorry, they can't watch Chad while you're away. Good luck finding someone though. Um, who even are you? They ask. They clearly can watch Chad. They're just being selfish out of petty jealousy. I'm their niece. And no, they can't. I'm sorry about that, but they can't. And they've spent the last several minutes trying to tell you in the most polite way possible. You can't speak for them. And you can, because you're acting like you're entitled to their time. Besides, there's a family emergency happening with my grandmother and they need to help her. So they'll be too busy. Now that's not entirely a lie. My granny did have a huge currently ongoing health emergency, but because of my aunt's condition, we've been keeping them in the loop, but not asking them for help. You don't understand, they said. We have no other options. If they don't watch him, we'll have to either hire a nanny, which is so expensive, or cancel the trip. Now I reply with a quote that I love so much and I use it every chance I get. A lack of planning on your part does not create an emergency on theirs. You are Chad's parents. It's your job to provide for your child and no one else's. You are being so rude to us. Apologize right now. No, absolutely not. If they're not going to watch him, are you? Because we're not leaving until we have someone to watch Chad while we're on our trip. So who is it? Them or you okay you need to leave no one here is going to provide childcare for you so you should probably go and find someone who will no we're not leaving until you apologize and someone agrees to watch chad chad and my cousin at this point had come downstairs because of all the yelling and they asked what was going on i took ten dollars out of my pocket and i told chad that if he could get his parents to leave my aunt and uncle's house it was his it took him less than two minutes Best 10 bucks I've ever spent. Now, if you're wondering what exactly Chad did in those two minutes to make his family leave that quickly, um, OP did actually say below that he stood between his parents and sang Baby Shark at the top of his lungs for 20 to 30 seconds. That didn't immediately work. Then he started saying Captain Underpants catchphrases. That didn't work either. So we just started screaming. And uh, at that point they left. I mean, what a family is all I can say. I just don't get people like this. How can you book a holiday just for you, not with your kid, six months in the past and then not think about childcare? What are you expecting? I really don't know. That'd be the first thing that would obviously come to your mind before even booking the holiday, thinking, is it possible to get some childcare? If not, we obviously can't go and leave our son here. It's ridiculous, as always, on this subreddit. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 